Right, uh, welcome everyone. This is Christmas Podcast BBC number 34. 34. Hey! Yeah, so this is it. We're in, we're in party mood tonight. Um, I'm going to start things off with the Dickies with Silent Light. That was a Dickies. Uh, this is the Gallows with uh, Come to the Party. Dance, 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 dance. 
a pop ride, we make it shake it with your baby, alright? That's the first couple of records out of the way. Um, yeah, that was uh, the Gallows with Come to the Party. This is the Bo Brummels with In Good Time. Sitting with the crowd around me, why do I feel lonely? Talking loud around me Why do I feel lonely? I can go to congregations Feel neglected by the nation I can get my fill of rations Still I'm feeling lonely Time, time, in good time Oh, I feel some better Time, time, in good time Oh, I will forget her Yeah I'm not one to start complaining Why am I so sour? I'm gaining Why am I so sour? Everything is going my way Traffic's moving uh, on the highway Don't mind eating fish on Friday Still I'm feeling sour Time, time, in good time Oh, I feel some better Time, time, in good time Oh, I will forget her Now it doesn't matter what I'm playing Why do I get shaky? Doesn't matter what I'm saying Why do I get shaky? Cannot figure why I'm bitter Folks call me a real go-getter I ain't never been no quitter Still I'm feeling shaky Time, time, in good time Oh, I feel some better Time, time, in good time Oh, I will forget her Time, time, in good time Oh, I feel some better Time, time, in good time Oh, I will forget her Right, this is Coop. We've got some guests with us today who are going to be spinning a few tunes later on. The first one for me is Socket to Me Santa by King Salami and the Cumberland Three. Hey Santa! Santa! Hey Santa! Do you have anything for me in your sack? Because Santa's got a brand new bag!
Right, the next one is King Kong and Barbecue Show. Uh, the split single they did on Norton with the Black Lips, and this is called Pump Righteous.
First of our special guests now, do you want to tell us who you are then matey and what you're going to play for us? My name's Graham and I'm Coop's son and my song is Memories by Weezer.
Got yeah. Hello, I'm Legden, and this is my first of the Christmas specials. Um, here it is. It's Billy Childish with Christmas 1979. I disregarded 
Childish with the Christmas, one of my first Christmas songs, which was Christmas 1979. And now I'm going to play uh, Frank Zappa and the Mothers, uh, Flower Punk. Hey, 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 hey,
in my royalty check. When I first got into the rock and roll business, I could barely even make the changes to the song on my guitar. But now I'm very proficient at it. I can play the guitar, I can strum it rhythmically, I can sing along with my guitar as I strum. I can strum, sing, dance, and I'm very on all stage. Alright, that was Frank Zappa with Flower Punk. Uh, now my next choice will, is from my son Beck. He's three years old. He loves uh, Black Sabbath. He jumps around to it. He loves Iron Man, so I'm gonna play. No, well, I love Black Sabbath. He's, yeah, this is Iron Man for Beck.
Right, that was uh, that was Black Sabbath uh, for Beck Lagden. Uh, this is Miggins back on, and this is uh, Captain Beefheart and his magic band, and it's Who Do You Think You're Falling? Captain Beefheart, uh, this next track is Jingle Bell Rock, it's by the Raining Sound. Actually, I better put it on the right speed first.
Well, that was a running sound. Uh, this is The Bandits. Uh, it's called Highway 65. Siggins, and this is my special request of television with Marky Moon.
waiting.
That was Marquee Moon from Phoebe. This is Coop, uh, back with the Christmas songs again. Uh, this is Goldblade featuring uh, the sadly mispolystyrene and the track's called City of Christmas Ghosts.
Father Christmas and this is the handsome family with so much wine.
got another guest selection now so would you like to introduce yourself and tell us what your song is i would i'm mrs cooper and my song is grand parsons how much i lied here we go darling there is something i must tell you you must know but it's so hard to say the words I feel This fancy that I'm on Has been going on too long It's time we stop pretending Things are real Cause I've been living deep in sin I've been living blind And I don't know just what's right or wrong To take a chance on losing you What's such a silly thing to do A chance I might wake up and find you gone Blue, so blue, I Any brighter flame would be a lie Blue, so blue, my love still burns for you But I know that I'll only make you cry A thief can only steal from you He cannot break your heart He'll never touch 
the precious things inside So one like you should surely be miles and miles away from me Then you'd never care how much I'd lied So try to understand the pain It takes so long when I explain Please don't you forget how much I've lied Okay, it's uh, me, Lagden again and I'm going to play my second Christmas song which is uh, Christmas at the Zoo by Flaming Lips off their uh, Klaus Tate Metallic album. Christmas 
would be complete without someone wanting to beat you up. So here is uh, the Strange Boys with I Heard You Want to Beat Me Up.
was the Sonics with Shot Down. Uh, before that, I uh, can't remember what was before that. Heard uh, you want to beat me up by the Black. The Strange Boys. The Strange Boys. Uh, Christmas Booze. Uh, the, the next song is uh, for uh, requested by Karina, my wife. Uh, she's chose um, "Red Right Hand" by uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Merry Christmas, Karina.
he ain't what he seems You'll see him in your head on the TV screen Hey buddy, I'm wanting you to turn it off He's a ghost, he's a god, he's a man, he's a guru Your one microscopic cog in his catastrophic plan Designed and directed by his red right hand Um, Vic Cave there. Uh, this is Miggins back on. I'm going to play the head coaches and it's uh, Baby Please. You know now, baby, please. You know I get so mad. You know now, baby, please. You're making me seem red. Well now I'm going down I can't feel your love You know now baby please You want a listener please You know I'm begging you please I'm sorry I'm treating you bad But I'm going down can't feel your love Once I believe that things could be fine Once I believe that you could be mine But I can't pretend that I care Little boy, our love is nowhere Um, I thought I'd do a little Billy Childish uh, section so um, this is um, Wild Billy Childish and the Chatham Singers and it's uh, Heaven's Journey
Childish, uh, this is also Billy Childish. It's, it's the head coats, and uh, the track is Troubled Times. Well, I tell you, the girls acting. Mighty strange, it seems all her feet just been rearranged. She ain't got a hair left upon her head. It seems her screws got a double thread. Instead of hands, she got monkey paws. I tell you, man, she's breaking all her nature's laws. And what's more, she got a hawk's jaw. Tell you every screw in her head is loose She's barking like a cock full of talking Like a goose, she got a fist full of nails A mouth full of lead She's speaking in tongues, her eyes streaming red What such a melody must have a cause I tell you, man, she's breaking all her nature's laws And what's more <laughs> God You ain't looking right. Speak up! You're talking gobbledygook. Well, I tell you on the nose, there is no trace. You got a little sister going there in its place. The tiny hands and the Siggins and this is my special request of Johnny Cash, Get a Rhythm. Get a rhythm When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm When you get the blues, 
Get a rock and roll feeling in your bones, but taps on your toes and get gone, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, a little shoe shine boy, he never gets low down, but he's got the dirtiest job in town. Bending low at the people's feet on a windy corner of the dirty street. Well, I ask him while he shine my shoes, how to keep from getting the blues. He grinned as he raised his little head, he popped his shoe shine rag and then he said, get rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, a jumpy rhythm makes you feel so fine. It'll shake all your trouble from your worried mind. Get a rhythm. When you get the blues. Come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, get a rock and roll feeling in your bones. Put taps on your toes and get gone, get a rhythm. When you get the blues. Well, I sat and I listened to the shoe shine boy, and I thought I was gonna jump with joy. Slapped on the shoe polish left and right, he took his shoe shine rag and he held it tight. He stopped once to wipe the sweat away. I said, you mighty little boy to be a-working that way. He said, I like it with a big wide grin. Kept on a-popping and he said again, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, come on, get a rhythm. When you get the blues, it only costs a dime just a nickel a shoe. It does a million dollars worth of good for you. Get a rhythm. When you get the blues. Right, this is Shonen Knife uh, with 7 inch and the track is Sweet Christmas.
their album A Very She and Him Christmas. This is She and Him with their version of Little St. Nick. That's what a modern Christmas song sounds like these days. Uh, this one's from 1963. Uh, for all you American listeners, you probably won't have ever heard this before. This is All I Want for Christmas is a Beetle by Dora Bryan. Christmas comes but once a year, they're really all the same. I never know just what I want, it really is a shame Yesterday I saw something that is my pride and joy I want it for Christmas, it's a real live Liverpool boy Not a teddy bear, just a beetle I told mum that nothing else would do There are four, so she can have one too I don't care whichever one she gets me Ringo, Paul, John, George, they're all the same I can't wait for Christmas Day to come There's nothing else I really want for Christmas So Mamo, please do help me get my wish Don't tell Dad, I don't think he'll agree To a beetle hanging on our Christmas 
Christmas choice for you is Write Me by Nirvana. Siggins here, Mrs. Siggins. No, I don't have a pie shop. Um, this is my track that's going to be played, and I think it is because I didn't know the name of it myself. But it's Ides of March by Vehicle. No, it's Vehicle by Ides of March. Oh, it's Vehicle by Ides of March. Told you I didn't know the name. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> 
Slackers again. Uh, my next Christmas selection is uh, by Dallas Soul. It's from the Dallas Soul Dead album, which was their second album they did. Uh, once again on Big Life, Tommy Boy. Uh, the record is called uh, Millie Pulled a Pistol on Santa, and uh, uh, you know, like it's about child abuse, like all Christmas songs are. I mean, I heard, man, I love to make advances. 
I guess her father must have got the same feeling I mean actually finding his own daughter nearly appealing At the time no one knew but it was a shame That Millie became a victim of the touchy touchy game
car wiper hit the street junk sick and broke after 72 hours in a precinct cell. It was a clear, bright day, but there was no warmth in the sun. Danny shivered with an inner cold. He turned up the collar of his worn, greasy black overcoat. This beat Danny wouldn't pawn for a deuce, he thought. He was in the West 90s. A long block of brownstone rooming houses. Here and there, a holly wreath in a clean black window. Danny's senses registered everything sharp and clear with the painful intensity of junk sickness. The light hurt his dilated eyes. He walked past a car, darting his pale blue eyes sideways in quick appraisal. There was a package on the seat, and one of the ventilator windows was unlocked. Danny walked on ten feet, no one in sight. He snapped his fingers and went through a pantomime of remembering something and wheeled around. No one. Bad setup, he decided. The street being empty like this, I stand out conspicuous. Gotta make it fast. He reached for the ventilator window. A door opened behind him. Daddy whipped out a rag and began polishing the car windows. He could feel the man standing behind him. What are you doing? Danny turned as if surprised. Oh, just thought your car windows needed polishing, mister. The man had a frog face and a deep south accent. He was wearing a camel's hair overcoat. My car don't need polishing, nothing stole out of it, neither. Danny slid sideways the man grabbed for him. I wasn't looking to steal nothing, mister. I'm from the south, too, Florida. Goddamn sneaking thief. Danny walked away fast and turned the corner. Better get out of the neighborhood. That hick is likely to call the law. He walked 15 blocks, sweat running down his body. There was a raw ache in his lungs. His lips drew back off his yellow teeth in a snarl of desperation. I got a score somehow. If I had some decent clothes. Daddy saw a suitcase standing in a doorway. Good letter. He stopped and pretended to look for a cigarette. Funny, he thought. No one around. Inside, maybe, phoning for a cab. The corner was only a few houses away. Danny took a deep breath and picked up the suitcase. He made the corner, another block, another corner. The case was heavy. I got a score all right, he thought. Maybe enough for a sixteenth in a room. Danny shivered and twitched, feeling a warm room and heroin emptying into his vein. Let's have a quick look. He stepped into Morningside Park. No one around. Jesus, I never saw the town this empty. He opened the suitcase. Two long packages and brown wrapping paper. He took one out. It felt like meat. He tore the package open at one end, revealing a woman's naked foot. The toenails were painted with purple-red polish. He dropped the leg with a sneer of disgust. Holy Jesus, he claimed. The routines people put down these days. Legs! Well, I got a case anyway. He dumped the other leg out. No blood stains. He snapped the case shut and walked away. Legs, he muttered.
found the buyer sitting at a table in Harrow's cafeteria. Thought you might be taking the day off, Danny said, putting the case down. The buyer shook his head sadly. I got nobody, so what's Christmas to me? His eyes traveled over the case, poking, testing, looking for flaws. What was in it? Nothing. What's the matter? I don't pay enough. I tell you, there wasn't nothing in it. Okay, so somebody travels with an empty suitcase. Okay, he held up three fingers. For Christ's sakes, Gimpy, give me a nickel. You got somebody else, why don't he give you a nickel? It's like I say, the case was empty. Gimpy kicked at the case disparagingly. It's all nicked up and kind of dirty looking. He sniffed suspiciously. How come it stink like that? Mexican leather? So, am I in the leather business? Gimpy shrugged. Could be. He pulled out a roll of bills and peeled off three ones, dropping them on the table behind the napkin dispenser. You want? Okay, Danny picked up the money. You see George the Greek, he asked. Where are you, Banny got busted two days ago. Oh, that's bad. Danny walked out. Now where can I score, he thought. George the Greek had lasted so long, Danny thought of him as permanent. It was good age, too, and no short counts. Daddy went up to 103rd and Broadway. Nobody in Harrow, nobody in the automat. Yeah, he snarled, all the pushers off on the nod someplace. What they care about anybody else? As long as they get it in the vein. What they care about a sick junkie? Wiped his nose with one finger, looking around furtively. There was no one he knew in the 23rd Street Thompsons. Jeez, he thought, where is everybody? He clutched his coat collar together with one hand, looking up and down the street. There's Joey from Brooklyn. I'd know that hat anywhere. Joey, hey, Joey. Joey was walking away with his back to Danny. He turned around. His face was sunken, skull-like. The gray eyes glittered under a greasy gray felt hat. Joey was sniffing at regular intervals. His eyes were watering. No use asking him, Danny thought. They looked at each other with a hatred of disappointment. Guess you heard about George the Greek, Danny said. Yeah, I heard. You been up to 103rd? Yeah, I just came from there. Nobody around. Nobody around any place, Joey said. I can't even score for goop balls. Well, Merry Christmas, Joey. See ya. Yeah, see ya. Danny was walking fast. He had remembered a croaker on 18th Street. Of course, the croaker had told him not to come back. Still, it was worth trying. Brownstone house with a card in the window. P.H. Zuniga, M.D. Danny rang the bell. He heard slow steps. The door opened and the doctor looked at Danny with bloodshot brown eyes. He said nothing. He just leaned there looking at Danny. Goddamn alcoholic, Danny thought. He smiled. Merry Christmas, doctor. The doctor did not reply. You remember me, doctor. 
Danny tried to edge past the doctor into the house. I'm sorry to trouble you on Christmas Day, but I've suffered another attack. Attack? Yes, facial neuralgia. Danny twisted one side of his face into a horrible grimace. The doctor recoiled slightly and Danny pushed into the dark hallway. Better shut the door, you'll be catching cold, he said jovially, shoving the door shut. The doctor looked at him, his face focusing visibly. I can't give you a prescription, he said. But doctor, this is a legitimate condition, an emergency, you understand. No prescription impossible, it's against the law. You took an oath, Doctor, I'm in agony. Daddy's voice shot up to a hysterical grating whine. The doctor winced and passed a hand over his forehead. Let me think. I can give you one quarter grain tablet. That's all I have in the house. But Doctor, a quarter G. The doctor stopped him. If your condition is legitimate, you will not need more. If it isn't, I don't want anything to do with you. Wait right here. The doctor weaved down the hall, leaving a wake of alcoholic breath. He came back and dropped a tablet into Danny's hand. Danny wrapped the tablet in a piece of paper and tucked it away. There is no charge, the doctor put his hand on the doorknob. And now, my dear, but doctor, can't you inject the medication? No, you will obtain longer relief than using orally. Please not to return, the doctor opened the door. Well, this will take the edge off, and I still have money to put down on a room, Danny thought. Danny put down two dollars on a six dollar a week room in the West Forties, where he knew the landlord. He bolted the door and put his spoon, needle, and dropper on a table by the bed. He dropped the tablet in the spoon and covered it with a dropper full of water. He held a match under the spoon until the tablet dissolved. He tore a strip of paper, wet it, wrapped it around the end of the dropper, fitting the needle over the wet paper to make an airtight connection. He dropped the piece of lint from his pocket into the spoon and sucked the liquid into the dropper through the needle, holding the needle in the lint to take up the last drop. Danny's hands trembled with excitement and his breath was quick. With a shot in front of him, his defenses gave way and junk sickness flooded his body. His legs began to twitch and ache. Cramps stirred in his stomach. Tears ran down his face from his smarting, burning eyes. He wrapped a handkerchief around his right arm, holding the end in his teeth. He tucked the handkerchief in and began rubbing his arm to bring out a vein. Guess I can hit that one, he thought, running one finger along a vein. He picked up the dropper in his left hand. Danny heard a groan from the next drum. He frowned with annoyance. Another groan. He could not help listening. He walked across the room, the dropper in his hand, and climbed his ear to the wall. The groans were coming at regular intervals. A horrible, inhuman sound pushed out from the stomach. Danny listened for a full minute. He returned to the bed and sat down. Why don't someone call a doctor, he thought indignantly. It's a bring down. He straightened his arm and poised the needle. He tilted his head, listening again. Oh, for Christ's sake. He
tore off the handkerchief and placed the dropper in a water glass, which he hid behind the wastebasket. He stepped into the hall and knocked on the door of the next room. There was no answer. The groans continued. Danny tried the door. It was open. The shade was up and the room was full of light. He'd expected an old person somehow, but the man on the bed was very young, 18 or 20. Fully clothed and doubled up with his hands clasped across his stomach. What's wrong, kid? Danny asked. The boy looked at him, his eyes blank with pain. Finally, he got out one word, kidneys. Kidney stones, Danny smiled. I don't mean it's funny, kid, it's just... I faked it so many times, never saw the real thing before. I'll call an ambulance. The boy bit his lip. Won't come. Doctors won't come. The boy hid his face in the pillow. Danny nodded. They figure it's just another junkie throwing a windang for a shot. But your case is legit. Maybe if I went to the hospital and explained things, uh, no, I guess that wouldn't be so good. Danny trailed off. Suddenly he put out his thin, dirty hand and touched the boy's shoulder. I'm sorry, kid, you wait, I'll fix you up. He went back to his room and got the dropper and returned to the boy's room. Roll up your sleeve, kid. The boy fumbled his coat sleeve with a weak can. That's okay, I'll get it. Danny undid the shirt button at the wrist and pushed the shirt and coat up, barring a thin brown forearm. Danny hesitated, looking at the dropper. Sweat ran down his nose. The boy was looking up at him. Danny shoved the needle in the boy's forearm and watched the liquid drain into the flesh. He straightened up. The boy's face began to relax. He sat up and smiled. Say, that stuff really works, he said. You a doctor, mister? No, kid. The boy lay down, stretching. I feel real sleepy. Didn't sleep all last night. His eyes were closing. Danny walked across the room and pulled the shade down. He went back to his room and closed the door without locking it. He sat on the bed, looking at the empty dropper. It was getting dark outside. Danny's body ached for junk, but it was a dull ache now, dull and hopeless. Suddenly a warm flood pulsed through his veins and broke in his head like a thousand golden speedballs. For Christ's sake, Danny thought, I must have scored for the immaculate fix. The vegetable serenity of junk settled in his tissues. His face went slack and peaceful and his head fell forward. Danny the car wiper was on the nod.